healthy translates into, mm-hmm. are you ready for the word? Yes. Self-care. Yes. That is why self-care remains a very important topic to mm-hmm. talk about because I can only be as good as I am healthy. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist. And I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years. And we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. So welcome back to another episode of Tangible Truths Podcast. I am Carrie hanging out with Susan today. Good morning, Susan. Good morning. Okay, so you're pretty excited about our topic today. You've come with books and your coffee. You're like, I know that people don't want to hear about this, but we're going to talk about it anyway. (laughs) Well, kind of. It's maybe just that we've all heard too much about it, right? Right. So today we're going to be talking about self-care. Please do not hit pause. Don't Don't walk away. Don't walk away. (laughs) Stay. And I I know like self-care has become a buzzword and it's become really trendy. And I hate that because I feel like when something becomes super trendy or like buzzy, people kind of like quit listening to it, Mm -hmm. you know? That is so true. But Self-care became a buzzword for a reason Mm -hmm. because it's actually important, right? It's very, very important. And we all need it so much. But Carrie's right. We almost didn't do the podcast on self-care because it has become this like almost, I'm going to use the word cheesy. Yeah. I mean, it almost like, uh uh-oh, another podcast on Mm self-care. But please, really, let's just hang in together because it truly is such an important aspect to all of our lives. And here's the other thing. Mm -hmm. We're horrible at it. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, are, we're confessing today. We are. We both suck at self-care. We do. (laughs) I do. Carrie does. But most people do. Yes. I mean, I'm just, we're just putting ourselves out there. Yeah. And and it's sad because like as a therapist, Mm -hmm. I try to check in with my clients. I'm like, are you doing anything for yourself? Are Mm -hmm. you doing anything to take care of yourself? Yeah. And then I'm sitting here going, maybe I should do something to take care of myself. Exactly. And what we mean by that, and in all honesty and complete vulnerability, self-care is a journey throughout our life span. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we may be really bad at it in this stage of our life, but then we get really good at it for a while. And then we go down, then we go up. Then it's kind of like a zigzag, if you will. But there are so many different forms of self-care. And so we wanted to talk about some of that Mm -hmm. because self-care has to do with margin because I'm always praying about margin in my job. Mm -hmm. Like how many clients do I need to see? And and that's really been messed up during COVID because I mean, there's not enough therapists in the world. And so I I really got over my margin, you know, for a while there and I'm doing better. Um, But I think that's so common for so many people. There's always something that needs our attention. Always. And when the something that needs our attention feels important or life-giving or valuable, it's hard to say no to it. It is very, very difficult. You know, you're thinking, I I need to help. Yeah. I have to say yes here. I have to volunteer for this. Yes. But the need's always going to be there. Yes. And so you do have to have margin because you're only as good, as far as therapy, you're only as good in session as you are healthy. Right. 
And so that... And that translates in so many ways. You're only as good parenting that's right. as you are healthy. You're only as good in your marriage as you are healthy. That's right. You're only as good to your employer as you are healthy. You have to be healthy. Exactly. And healthy translates into, mm-hmm. are you ready for the word? Yes. Self-care. Yes. That is why self-care remains a very important topic to mm-hmm. talk about because I can only be as good as I am healthy. Yeah. And so what does self-care look like for Susan Goss? What does self-care look like to Carrie Corn? Mm-hmm. And you know what, Carrie, that is different. It is. For me as it is you yeah. and to all of our listeners. Yeah. And that's why we are talking about self-care because it's vitally important to all individuals. Right. And it, again, I'm going to reiterate, because self-care may look a certain way for me, mm-hmm. does not mean it looks the same to anyone else. Right. And I think a good example of that is, you know, you're saying one of your biggest struggles to self-care is finding the margin, the actual time in your schedule to be able to do something for yourself. Yes. Whereas I'm in a different season right now mm-hmm. because my husband and I are newly empty nesters. You know, kids are kind of in that college phase where they're not home as much. I'm working less hours than I ever have before. So I actually have more margin in this season of my life than I've had probably in my entire adult life. Mm -hmm. But I'm still not good at Mm self-care because I'm choosing things that either still requires work from me and is draining or I'm just numbing out Mm -hmm. instead of doing something that's life-giving to me. Mm -hmm. And so that's more my hurdle to self-care is Mm -hmm. I have the time, but I'm not choosing well what I'm doing with that time. Mm -hmm. Where your struggle is, I can't find the time Mm -hmm. to do something Mm -hmm. that is for me. And then I think everybody listening is going to fall on that spectrum somewhere in between those two places. Yes. And so I think a lot of it is, you know, how do we find the time? And then when we do have the time, how do we choose something that's actually going to care for myself? Yes. As opposed to just filling time. Yeah, totally. Two opposites. Yeah. We're both looking for what is life giving Mm -hmm. and fills my soul. And so what does that look like? Yeah. Both of us have our time with Jesus Mm -hmm. every day, and my time is probably different than your time. Right. Again, there's not a cookie cutter way to do self-care. Exactly. I I cannot emphasize this enough because there's a lot of guilt. You see this in your sessions. A lot of guilt and even shame over, I'm not doing it right. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. There's not a right or wrong. There's a healthy and an unhealthy. But that even depends on the person. It does. Part of self-care to me, Carrie, Uh is when I go to Onyx Uh and get my coffee. And I love this example because this is so opposite than what I would consider self-care. So tell us why This is self-care to you. It's self-care to me because I started this at the beginning of COVID because it started a routine for me. Mm -hmm. I go and it's very life-giving to me. The baristas there are a blessing to me and I pray I'm a blessing to them. We love each other and I get my dose of caffeine. Yes, Yes, I'm addicted. I'll go ahead and tell the (laughs) audience. I genuinely love those people there. Yes. Genuinely do. And they write on my coffee cup. They do. So that's life-giving to me. I get to start my day with a smile and they 
smile back. It's part of self-care for me. Yes. And I love that example because you're an extrovert who loves people. Yes. And gets filled up when you get to connect with people. Yes. So part of the reason why this is self-care for you is you were telling me earlier, I love every time I walk in, I get a friendly greeting. I do. And so that fills you up and gives you life. Hey, Susan. Uh That's how I walk in. And that you love that. And I say their names. Uh I say, hello. And I start naming off the baristas. Exactly. So then you've got someone like me who is totally introverted. Yes. While I enjoy going to a coffee shop and getting a beverage, that is not self-care to me Mm -hmm. because that's being around crowds and a lot of people. And that doesn't feel like it's life giving, Mm -hmm. but getting up quietly, fixing a cup of tea in my kitchen, curling up on the couch with my dog and a blanket and drinking my tea quietly by myself in the morning, that feels like self-care to me. Mm -hmm. And so if I were to go, well, I don't do self-care like Susan does self-care. I must be doing it wrong. Oh, no. Right? You're doing it right. I'm doing it right. And that moment of sitting on the couch alone with my dog and my blanket and my hot tea gives me the energy that I need to go out into the world and to engage with people and to do my job and to be a good mom. Yes. 100%. But I had to figure out what actually was life-giving for me and what actually cared for me. Yes. And not compare that to somebody else's idea of what self-care is. I used to say over and over that comparison usually breeds discontentment. Mm, that's so true. And yeah. unless you're comparing the price of a refrigerator <laughs> because you're fixing to buy one, it generally does yeah. breed discontentment. So I'm so appreciative that you brought up that example yeah. because that does bring life to you. Mm-hmm. It is life-giving for you to sit on that sofa with your dog. There. I am noticing that we are both choosing caffeine to start yes, our self-care. Yes, we're both choosing caffeine yeah. even before I read scripture in the morning. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I might not have already had some to get going in the word. Yeah. Okay. But this is my morning routine before I go to work. Right. And I wanted to say something about routine. Mm. A softer word might be rhythm. Mm. Finding a rhythm is very much self-care for me. And how I exercise and how I do Life right. becomes part of self-care. And my body notices it. Yes. And it hurts if I don't do my physical, rhythms. Yes, and, my rhythms. Yeah. Because my profession, and it's becoming your profession, yeah. we sit a All lot day. and our yes. bodies really feel it. And I think that that leads to a good point of, you know, these self-care things, these rhythms don't have to take a ton of time. No, you know, and so a rhythm that I'm trying to develop as a new therapist Mm -hmm. who spends 50 minutes out of every hour sitting Mm -hmm. with a client is what does that 10 minutes between clients look like? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people would say, well, 10 minutes isn't a long enough time to do anything. Mm -hmm. And I think if we look at it that way, we miss out on so many opportunities Mm -hmm. because 10 minutes in the grand scheme of things is really a long time, Mm -hmm. you know? And so what does it look like if you only have 10 minutes to check in with your body and go, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Am I feeling really tense right now? Mm -hmm. Do I need to like do some stretches? Do I need to go outside and just walk around the building for Mm -hmm. five minutes? You Mm -hmm. know, do I need to get some water and, or 
spend a minute just reading something that's going to give me life. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that finding those rhythms and finding ways to do good self-care is looking for those little pockets of time yes. that we have in our day Yes, and taking advantage of it instead of, and I'm guilty of this too, you know, like I only have 10 minutes. Well, I'm going to scroll through Instagram for 10 minutes. Yes. Yes. Well, I don't feel better yes. at the end of that 10 minutes. Yes. But if I would have set my phone down and just gone and walked around the block for yes. five of those 10 minutes, mm-hmm. now I'm suddenly in a different headspace. Yes, definitely. That's great. And, you know, one of the things that I did, this is super practical. Yeah. I picked up this journal uh-huh. and I was showing it to you right before the podcast. I this love it. Time. Yes. It says self-care journal. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about practical. This journal has some really great ideas mm-hmm. for, okay, give me some simple things to do for self-care. Yes. If I'm sitting in my office, if I'm sitting at my home. The car line at school. To the pick up the car kids. line at school. Oh my gosh. This page says at the top of it, pray. Mm-hmm. And then the tagline on every page for 365 days. Yes. The tagline says, what did you do today to take care of yourself? Hmm. I love so that. I do too, because it's a reminder. Have we done anything yeah. to take care of ourselves? Because we do everything for everybody, everybody else. else. But what do we do to take care of ourselves yeah. today? Because again, we're going to go back to what you and I have already said at the beginning of the podcast. We're only as good at motherhood right. as we are healthy. Yes. We're only as good as fill in the blank. Yeah. So at the beginning of that page, it said, pray. Okay. At the beginning of this, it said, send a letter. Love that. I've got a little note right here. It says, love you, friend. Mm-hmm. You can feel so much better when you send right. that note of somebody you've been thinking about mm-hmm. forever. And then this page says, unplug for one hour. Right now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Right now. When's the last not, time? Not later this nope. afternoon. Right now. Right now. Yes. This one says, ask for help. Okay. Can we pause on that one for yes, just a second? Yes, we can. Because that doesn't feel like your typical buzzword self-care. No, it doesn't. Usually self-care is, you know, buy the cappuccino, take mm-hmm. a bath, mm-hmm. light a candle, not ask for help. Ask for help is part so of self-care. as a therapist, mm-hmm. tell us how asking for help can be self-care. Because we try to do everything, everything ourselves. Right. We're not letting go of one thing. Mm-hmm. Consequently, mm-hmm. that's why we're on overload and need self-care. <laughs> exactly. That's why we're having this conversation. That's why we're having the conversation yes. about self-care because we do not ask for help. Right. Well, we carry the load of everything. We do. So if we stopped a minute and I said, Carrie, I need you. Yeah. I'm becoming number one vulnerable. Right. And I'm reaching out. I'm opening up myself. And what I'm going to find out is I'm not alone. Mm, Right. And you want to talk about good self-care? Oh. Finding connection with someone else is probably some of the best self-care we can do. And it normalizes my life. Yeah. And I realize Mm. I'm not isolated. I'm not alone. It's amazing. So asking for help. I love that. I'm very bad at that. I know, me but too. when I do ask for help, I I get all of that. I feel that connection. I feel like I'm not alone in this, mm-hmm. and it makes it worth it. Why do we think we're super women? I, I don't know, mm-hmm. but it's time to maybe like 
Kill that man. Let's push up against that one, all right? Another one is to list things that we're thankful Mm. for. Yeah. And that can be so easy because we can keep a, a note on our phone or a notebook by our desk or something like that. Or even just out loud, whispered, God, thank you for this. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. List today's successes is another one. Exercise. <laughs> this one says, or exercise, you're right not to. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes that's good self-care too. Yeah, that's yes. right. Empty your closet of everything you don't wear. Wow. Right? Quit worrying for five minutes. I love that. Quit Literally worrying. set a timer mm-hmm. just for and five quit minutes. Quit worrying for five minutes. Learn something new. So these are just practical little things. Yeah. And they're considered self-care. And the, the reality is, is that it's easy to find these ideas and these prompts. If you, like us, suck at self-care and you don't even know where to start, mm-hmm. you know, you found this book, The Self-Care Journal, that has a lot of ideas in it, Pinterest, There's so many places that we can go to find some ideas. And something I like to do sometimes with people who are really struggling with self-care is just have them make a list. Mm -hmm. What are things that you do that when you do it, you feel better afterwards? Mm -hmm. And to just take a couple of weeks and just make that list and then kind of divide it by time. For me, one of my favorite self-care things is taking a, a hot bath. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't do that in five minutes. No, that's like if I have an hour. And so then to go through that list and be like, I can, I can do a few yoga stretches in five minutes, mm-hmm. but a hot bath is an hour. And so have a running list of these are things that I can do that take less than 10 minutes. These mm-hmm. are things that I can do if I have 30 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. This is what I can do if I have a half day. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine having a half of a day? To Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be wonderful? It would just be wonderful. <laughs> but I think we have to be proactive about figuring out what does self-care look like for me mm-hmm. and then having it readily accessible that we can pick up either a book that has ideas in it or our own list that we've made and have something right there Mm -hmm. to make it easier for ourselves. Yes. And I love walks. I love to go outside in the trails. I love to travel. Mm -hmm. And I love to be with my family. Yeah. If I could pick one thing, I just love to spend time with family. Love great food. Yeah. Just, you know, self-care is part of all of that. It is. So it doesn't have to be this thing that people are like afraid to Mm -hmm. go, well, I don't have time for self-care. Right. If you love a great meal, that's part of your self-care. Exactly. You know, and you can ask God too. What's self-care for me? You Mm -hmm. may be thinking it's something that it's not. Yeah. You know, a lot of clients say, you know, I don't have any hobby Mm -hmm. whatsoever. And I don't really know what self-care is for me. Yeah. And it may be a nap. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Exactly. But it's so important to find out what that is. You will find that self-care changes in your lifespan. But our need for self-care doesn't. No. Which is why we wanted to talk about this today. Mm -hmm. Even though it may be overly talked about, Mm -hmm. it is still vitally important and something that we need to be really intentional about. And the older I get, I long for it more. Right. More than I did when I was younger. Yeah. I can tell you that. Yeah. So every week we like to leave you with a tangible takeaway, something that you can do right now today Mm -hmm. to start applying this to your life. 
And our tangible takeaway today is this simple question. What did you do today to take care of yourself? Oh, I love that. Actually answer it. And if you journal, go to your journal and write this question down. What did I do today to take care of myself? And write the answer down. Or even just take a second and stop and think, have I actually done anything today to take care of myself? Mm -hmm. And I love the idea of making this a practice that we do at the end of every day, asking that question. Yes, I love that question. Right? Five times. Okay. So quick and easy way for us to check in. And if the answer is, I haven't done anything for myself in a long time. Mm -hmm then maybe make a goal to start that this week. Absolutely. All right. So we thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Real quick before we let you go, we just want to say thanks to everybody who has been part of the Tangible Truth podcast so far. We're coming up on our six-month anniversary. Wow. And we're super excited. We would love if you would share Tangible Truth with your friends if you're enjoying it. And uh, be sure to leave us a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. That would be so helpful to us. Yay. All right. Thank you. We'll see you guys. Take care of yourself. Yes. Take care of yourselves and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.